I'm Sean Lukasik, and this is the Urban Corning Podcast. During difficult times, we're looking for leadership. And there are two types of leaders at times like this. There are established leaders that help connect us to the resources that we need to get through as a community. And there are emerging leaders who start new projects because that's what we need, because that's what we are looking for. And in this episode, we're going to hear from um, our established leaders. Mayor Bill Boland talks with us about some of the changes happening in the city of Corning and and what life is like for the mayor of Corning during the time of COVID-19. And we also have the chance to hear from Jamie and Amo Houghton from an interview they did with us in 2014. They talked about the role of Corning Incorporated during difficult times and their lifelong commitment to the company, to the community, and of course, to its people. We're going to start by talking with Mayor Bill Boland, who's been the mayor here since 2018, but certainly life has been very different over the past six to eight weeks. And uh, what is life like for the mayor of Corning during the coronavirus? Well, uh, lots of phone calls to people, uh, constant contact with the the city manager uh, to ensure that uh, the, the key essential city functions are progressing well. Uh, and to get updates on any adjustments that we need to make in in terms of uh, uh, our obligations, responsibilities, uh, you know, in city hall and city functions. And for Bill Boland, life is complex. It's more than just being the mayor of Corning. Other than that, uh, I'm like anybody else. I'm I'm doing more reading than I've had the opportunity to do before. Uh, I count myself as an artist of some sort, and. Uh, opportunity to spend more time at my art, which has been satisfying, but uh, making sure that we're keeping uh, our, our finger on the pulse of what's what's happening in the city. Back in 2017, when Mayor Bullen was first elected, we interviewed him for an article on the Urban Corning blog. And one of the things that we learned is that Mayor Boland is a space exploration enthusiast. And so I asked him what we can learn from space exploration uh, that maybe can help get us through this difficult time of, of COVID-19. Well, I think in general, uh, space travel uh, is probably one of the most challenging things that we undertake as, as a society in terms of technology. Um, and uh, we, we in the United States have been leaders in that from the early days of the space age. And uh, we're in a particularly challenging uh, point right now where uh, commercial industry is uh, stepping forward to take on the responsibility of, of flying uh, astronauts to the International Space Station uh, which uh, is described as low Earth orbit. Uh, we haven't had that capability since the retirement of the space shuttle some years back. So this is a brand brand new thing that's happening, and it's a tremendous challenge. And I think if we can look to the kind of magnitude of the challenge that uh, that represents and kind of uh, relate it to the, the challenge that we're experiencing now, we can draw some lessons from that, I think. For the residents of Corning, Mayor Boland is urging everyone to stay calm and to stay measured. And mostly, I would just reiterate what everybody is saying, you know, in any position of authority, uh, which is to abide by the, the, the measures that uh, 
have been given to us, and that's to to stay home and keep your distance from people, um, and just abide by those those rules. And I think we'll we'll come out of this in in good shape and in, in due course. Mayor Boland is active in the community as a volunteer, and a couple of the organizations that he works with are Corning Rotary and Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels is still operating. God bless them for for what they do. Uh, you know, one of the one of the things uh, I was bemoaning, if you will, uh, early on was that you know when when we do Meals on Wheels delivery, that sometimes is the only interaction that an elderly shut in person has to, to speak with someone. So I was telling my wife, Susie, I was going to, we had new protocols where we have to knock on the door leave the meal and step back six feet. Uh, so I was bemoaning the fact that we wouldn't have the opportunity to, to speak with those folks and especially in this, this kind of uncertain, uh, time. And Susie said to me, well, don't do it for yourself. Don't consider yourself, but do it for them. And I would say that that same thing applies to all of us. As far as policy is concerned, some neighboring cities have offered relief by not issuing parking tickets and canceling fees for garbage collection. The city of Corning has relaxed its rules about odd-even parking. But are there other measures that can be taken at this time? Uh, yeah, we're looking into that right now. It's, uh, it's not as easy as it seems. Uh, some of these measures, like parking fees and such, uh, they're ingrained in our charter uh, ordinances in our charter, which are are not you know not difficult, but they require administrative action, and we're evaluating exactly what we need to do in order to accomplish those things. So, look forward to additional information as as we uh, sort that out in the next couple of days, and those will be uh, public service announcements, which will be posted on our website. For inspiration, Mayor Boland turned to a 1984 speech by presidential candidate at the time, Mario Cuomo. It reads, we believe in a single fundamental idea that describes better than most textbooks and any speech I could write what a proper government should be. The idea of family, mutuality, the sharing of benefits and burdens for the good of all feeling one another's pain, sharing one another's blessings, reasonably, honestly, fairly, without respect to race or sex or geography or political affiliation. And I just thought that was a a beautiful sentiment. We're thankful to Mayor Boland uh, for taking the time to talk with us um, and for his leadership uh, at this difficult time. I appreciate being here and uh, thank you for what you're doing. When I talked with the mayor back in 2017, he was so proud to have been endorsed by former congressman and Corning CEO, Amo Houghton. The two shared a vision for what they called the vibrant middle, finding areas of commonality and connection. Bullen referred to Amo as a model of fairness and civility. Recently, we went into the archives to find an interview we did with Amo and his brother Jamie in 2014. At the time, we were celebrating the 40th anniversary of Market Street Restoration Agency, which started in 1974, just a little while after the flood. Amo and Jamie highlighted the resiliency and creativity of this community and the commitment of Corning Incorporated to its roots. The two brothers also provided a wealth of interesting stories, even unrelated to Corning. The three of them were up there fishing with Amo, including Benny Goodman, and... 
They sat in the cabin, and Benny Goodman played as they were on the river. I can't believe anything better than that. I know it. I know it. It was terrific. Amo and Jamie and so many other leaders in the community started the Market Street Restoration Agency at a time when this city needed it the most. Well, the whole mix in the community was changing. Uh, For example, factories were being produced outside. Uh, Jobs were going outside where the market was, which is a natural evolution. Uh, And also you find the, the, the shopping uh, inclinations uh, were moving more towards the mall uh, as far as sports and clothing and things like that. Uh, so you take a look at other communities uh, of our size. We're you know, a tiny community, 11,000 people. It was 15,000 when I was growing up. Uh, that, uh, that they're really in, in trouble if they don't do something. I mean, uh, when I got into politics... Uh, uh, you know, I went to across the, the whole district and a lot of little towns like ours, and uh, they were just dying. So something had to happen. In some ways, the flood of 1972 provided a bit of a blank slate for making some of the restorations to Market Street and to the city of Corning um, that they all knew needed to happen. But at the time, no one really understood that the flood could potentially have some long-term benefits. You know, when the flood came, the flood came. And uh, we weren't thinking about long-range planning at that time. We were just thinking about survival because, uh, you know, churches were hurt. The hospital was affected. Uh, uh, people's homes were damaged. Uh, people died. Uh, so uh, although in the back of your mind, there's always some uh, sort of a concept of where the community is going to go. I mean, we were just working from day to day. In some ways, it feels like we can draw some parallels between the impact of coronavirus on our region today and the impact that the flood of 72 had on our communities. One of the interesting things that happened because of the flood, uh, that it wasn't necessarily the Harvard Business School types that that took over the management. It was the people in the system, uh, many of whom lived here for years, and all of a sudden said, hey, we got to do something. And here's some things we could do. And I'm willing to put my name on the line. In our interview in 2014, Jamie Houghton reiterated that Corning Incorporated is truly committed to this community. There's so many towns in this country where people leave because there isn't the opportunity there. And I felt that Corning, we felt that Corning, if it was going to keep its really good reputation for scientific inquiry, uh, needed to be right there in the front line so that we could keep going in that. Similar to the flood of 72, we may see some long-term benefits, in fact, to the coronavirus situation that we're dealing with today. But that doesn't mean that it isn't extremely difficult right now. It was a terrible cross to bear for this community, but we came out of it. And according to Amo, getting through a difficult time means everyone doing their part. The stories are about the individuals rather than the trends. These individuals came up and and were there, and there was a lot of raw talent. uh, And you only saw it in times like the flood or an economic depression. Uh, One of the great things I think about Corning during the Depression of the 30s, uh, and the company was still a private company at that time, is that rather than laying off everybody uh, or lots of people, 
uh, they just reduced the hours so that everybody got a paycheck. And, uh, you know, people remember that. After the flood, Amo Houghton gave a radio address to the citizens of Corning that will be remembered forever. He promised that Corning Glassworks would not move out of the area. And he offered some words of hope that we could all use today. We are not licked, he said. We are going to bounce back. And for many, we are going to start again. Somebody had to say it, and I happened to be the chairman at the time, and it sort of coalesced into a message of hope. And I think it was. Business is not just the numbers. It's not just the hard products or the services. There's a soul to it. And uh, and I think what Jamie and others have done around here is to reinvigorate that soul as tremendous changes in the economy develop. As a small business owner here in Corning and as a resident for almost 15 years now, I'm so thankful for the influence that Amo and Jamie and the Houghton family have had on this community. And I know that we'll get through this. It's another difficult time in the history here, but we will get through this thanks to their hard work and the hard work of so many individuals here in Corning. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm old-fashioned on this, but I was, I've been always proud to say I come from Corning, New York. Corning? Where's Corning, somebody says. Well, and I tell them about it. I went to public school here. My friends are here. I've grown up and lived, and my children have been grown up here. Uh, it's, it's, it's different than if you live on 54th and Madison Avenue in New York. Amo and Jamie will always be remembered with a smile here in Corning and all around the world. They were resilient, compassionate, strong leaders through difficult times, and they still knew how to have fun. Well, I'll tell a story that I bought a house from my aunt in 1956, and everything went. Uh, My brother comes in, uh, looks around, goes behind a particular secret door. There were two boxes of cigars. He takes one. And he leaves. So 50% of my assets go out the door in his hands. (laughs) Who was a smart guy, huh? There it is. Well, I'll let him answer because he's a lot older than I am. And uh, And much wiser. (laughs) And maybe wiser, but but he was much more involved in the decision. Thank you for listening to the Urban Corning Podcast. Thank you to Mayor Bill Boland for joining us this time and to Market Street Restoration Agency for allowing us to use the interview from 2014 with Amo and Jamie Houghton. You can check out our website at urbancorning.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Urban Corning.